Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. If you're out on the road, feeling lonely and so cold, all you have to do is call my name and I'll be there on the next train. Where you lead, I will follow anywhere that you tell me to if you need you need me to be with you i will follow where you lead hi everyone welcome to adventures in autism episode 121 I am Megan Carranza, and I am Melissa Mitchell. Welcome. Thank you. My sister is back once back. again. I, Manny was asking before we did this. He's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, we're going to do a podcast. He's like, another one? We've got to do Melissa Mitchell check-ins. I like to do once in a while. sister chats. Yeah, sister chats. And I felt like this was an appropriate one because if you're listening in real time, this episode will be coming out on December 30th, so the new year is upon us so today's the 29th i think i could be wrong. yeah it's the 29th okay. that's what i thought wow okay so yes the new year is is coming up and so this is your new year's episode this is my new year's episode okay. i i know i did one last year i think i did one the year before but i do think it's nice to i'm not one of those people who's like new year new me mm-hmm. or also i think a lot of times people are like oh my god i can't wait for this new year like fresh clean slate and normally i think those people are annoying yeah, but this year i think everyone yeah. is actively waiting for 2020 to that's be how i feel and i i like i feel like okay i've turned into one of those people that yes. i am fine annoying Defo. but i do think this year has just been i feel like i will seriously cry when like the clock strikes midnight just that we'll be done yes. with 2020 yes yes will you be awake at midnight <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I'm definitely going to have some champagne. So we'll We're going to party with I the might, kids. I might fall asleep and, and pass out. Liliana says, I don't stay up till midnight much. Anymore. Yeah. Liliana says her goal is to stay up till midnight. And I'm like, oh. Well, we'll see. I'll let her attempt it. We'll see what happens. But no, I think it's, I like to reflect back on the year. I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but I do like to set New Year's goals and just like intentions for the year, and it's really funny, too, because I was thinking back on last year's episode, and honestly, I was going to listen back to it to hear, but I didn't. <laughs> but I remember one of the goals that I said for myself was to focus on self-care, and honestly, at the time, I didn't even necessarily know what that meant, but I just knew that it was like, it was just on my heart and my mind that I needed to make real self-care more of a priority, and... I'm very happy to say that I feel like that's actually happened. Yes. Especially in like the kind of latter part of the year. Mm -hmm. I tend to be kind of a last minute lady with that sort of stuff, but still. And then the goal, one of the goals that I had for Logan was that I wanted him to have more fun. I felt like he was really bogged down with school and therapy. And again, again, this was like before any of the COVID stuff. So I had no idea what was going to be ahead of us, but I feel like that one too, like mission accomplished. Mm -hmm. I think that he has, 
just been able to breathe a little more with this lightened load. I think even throughout the, the summer, like we had the pool. That was awesome. He, he spent like basically the entire summer outside, which for him, that's like job one. Mm-hmm. And just in general, I feel like he is having more fun. And it's really interesting too, because it's like, I, I set those as goals, but I didn't even necessarily like, I wasn't consciously thinking when I set, when I set, when I did all these things, like, like working on my self-care, ha- making, you know, more fun stuff for Logan, like cutting back on therapy. I wasn't thinking like, oh, this was the goal that I set. It wasn't until last week I was talking with Brianne, my friend, about goals and goals for this year. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I feel like we actually did accomplish those goals. So that's why I think setting goals is important because I feel like even if you don't like actively like there's some goals where you really have to actively work towards it Mm -hmm. but it's like just having that in your mind I think is really important yeah so we'll get into our goals more later because we we both have goals for the year and I have some for Logan but let's let's look back year in review Mm -hmm. this obviously this past year has been been pretty insane pretty intense pretty intense what do you feel you've learned from 2020 Um, I don't know if I've learned, like, any new lessons, but I think things are just reinforced that, like, your family and friends and relationships are the most important thing, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. people are more important than anything else, and I feel that I've learned that the most this year, and I, it's, but I never before I was never someone before who didn't think that those things were the most important. I've always known that those are the most important things. It, your relationships with people are most important. So yeah. this has just been, I'm so glad that I've put so much effort into my relationships throughout my life because that's really, it sounds, the wording sounds weird, but it's really paid off for me paid off big time it's paid off big time in how much love and support I've gotten through this like pure hell of a year of my life I mean really only the last six months have been hell um we're talking about 2020 yeah yeah wait Mm -hmm. okay it's been a year I mean yeah like last fall was fine or actually it wasn't well mental health was garbage (laughs) but um I mean the cancer stuff has been you know just insurmountable so I am really lucky that I've had I you know I don't have any stories about people you know turning their backs on me or I don't know some people have stories about I mean I've certainly had some like weird like people say weird stuff sometimes but that's not nobody that I'm like super close with has and um the people that matter have been The people supportive. that matter have been very supportive, beyond supportive. So that is the best gift that I could have gotten. And um, that has only reinforced that relationships, you know, like money is not important. Um, you know, that's nothing's important, more important than your relationships with people and your relationships with your with yourself. I was you know? going to I was going to say that. Yeah, next. because I really I mean. I am proud of myself for, I have had some slip ups here and there, but I mean, I am going through something that is, you know, no one should ever have to go through and it's physically, mentally, emotionally, 
spiritually so difficult and I am proud of myself for continuing to like grow and you know I'm getting better in all ways like I think I'm improving in all ways my patience needs work but my patients needed to work before too so I talked to my therapist about it today and a lot of like my healing is just everything comes with time you know we're not the same people even if we didn't change anything about our lives we would still be different people a year or two years from now just because time changes you and things happen without your doing or you're being active um I agree with that but I do think like the things that happen in your life are like I like for me I think the catalyst to like really give you that room to grow because I do think we we grow and we evolve naturally but I think learning from our experiences and growing from them and, and healing from them and processing them that for me has made a huge impact on my life yeah, I mean, I think with the thing that I'm dealing with, it's like processing it is just, I don't think that's something, like in ways it can be an active thing, but I think in a lot of ways it's just like as time passes, this just becomes more of like this is your life now. Like this is your reality. New um, normal. Yeah, this is my new normal. So that is I don't I think there's no substitute I mean that's a quote I have like the a, a looking what is my thing what is my tattoo I have an hourglass no what is this called a pocket watch I have a pocket watch <laughs> tattoo on my arm because I wanted to always be reminded that like there's no substitute for time and time heals all things and like you'll never get back time that's like the only thing that you can't get back and it's precious it's time is very precious so um but there's so much in this process for me that like I just time needs to pass and you know I that's just how I'm going to get through this in a lot of ways so I agree there's no substitute for time I think time is a healer Mm -hmm. and I think time gives you distance from something but I do think again I think it's important to reflect and process in an active way and not just like letting it pass by yeah like for me I think that that has been really important Mm -hmm. with a lot of different things what do you feel though like how you said your relationships but the relationship with yourself how do you feel that that's changed um, I definitely feel, yeah, I'm just like, I'm very, I'm just like proud that I've gotten through this. Um, you know, and everyone's always like telling me that I'm really strong and I'm like, I don't have a choice, you know, I think you can relate to that too. Like people, you know. You don't have a choice. Yeah. You have to be strong. You have to just, like, meet, you ha- You know, like, I don't have a choice. I have cancer. I have to, you know, level up. And everyone's like, you always seem like you have the best attitude. And I'm like, I try to overall, you know, have a good attitude. But there's obviously some days, some nights where I just can't handle it. And, you know, I fall apart. But overall, I... 
I don't know, life is, life is worth living and, you know, you don't know how much time you have on this earth and, you know, I, I don't want to make, take the time I have and be completely miserable. I mean, this is really hard, so sometimes I am miserable, but, like, for the most part, I think my attitude has been pretty good. Megan probably doesn't agree, <laughs> but I don't really give a SHIT. No, it's not... I mean, again, I have a very different perspective on this because I'm with her for all the moments. I think your friends, people on social media, they see a different picture. And I'm not saying I'm not proud of you because I absolutely am proud of you. And I do think you've been really strong. And I think that you have gotten to this point and I like I've said to you so many times I want this to make you better and not bitter and that's really what it comes down to like I want you to take this whole experience and just like learn and grow from it and not be like stunted by it that's really all I want and it's not like I would say like across the board I think you have a bad attitude but I do think that like there and and it's I've said this to you the other day like there's so much that you and Logan there's even though you guys are obviously so different but like you you both at this point now like are neurodiverse individuals you're both dealing with you know Mm -hmm. neurological challenges Mm -hmm. so I do think even though your journeys are very different there is some some parallels for sure and I've said to you before like I he's somebody that I draw strength from because I see how hard he works Mm -hmm. for every skill and he does so with a smile on his face and he's always been like that. And I see how, you know, what is easy for a typical eight-year-old for him, like literally takes hours and weeks and months of work. And like, I just, I'm, I'm inspired by that. I really am. And I feel like I, I want you to see that that same that you can all like just because you're having to relearn things and work hard on things doesn't mean you can't do them yeah it just means they're hard yeah but like like you said you've gotten up to this point it's like we know you can do hard you've done hard yeah but I mean it doesn't mean I'm not allowed to be frustrated by all the things that I'm going through like I I think losing your vision is very 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 difficult I've lost a good portion of my vision and it's even more difficult than I would have thought it would be. It's harder than it sounds even. So that is something that I can't make. I can't work on that. You know, I mean, I, I'm going to go to vision therapy and I I do want to work on whatever they tell me to do, but like, it's really about if I get my vision back, it's because my brain has rewired itself which does happen and it's happening to all of us every day your brain is rewiring um there's new neural pathways new neural pathways i highly recommend the book live wired by david eagleman i'm reading it right now i think his last name is eagleman i've gotten really into neuroscience um since my stuff happened Mm -hmm. it's really interesting it's very fascinating yeah um so Yeah, but I mean, I would say the vision loss has been the hardest thing for me to cope with because it's so, it's such a, you know, second nature, sixth sense. It's so innate, you know, like being able to see everything and you take it, you don't understand 
how much you use your peripheral vision until it's gone. And so, you know, I really like for that to come back. And, you know, Megan would like me to have a better attitude about losing my vision. Um, but it's really hard. I can't lie. It's really, really hard. It's not like I'm saying I want you to have a better attitude. It is. You do say that. Well, I want, I just say I want you to have a better attitude across the board. I want you to have a better attitude about, and again, it's not, it's not the big moments. It's the little moments. Yeah. Like I'll hit my head because I can't see and like, I'll cry because it, because it's, because it happens all the time and I don't cry every time. And it's like one of those things where like, I'm just sick of hitting my head. I'm sick of like not knowing that there's a door frame right there, even though I see it every single day. Like, it's just, it's so frustrating. It's the most frustrating, it's the most frustrating thing. I, I know it's the most frustrating thing. It's definitely been like the biggest hindrance for sure. I mean, I think that... And because of that, I can't drive, which is huge. Right. Huge. Well, driving is drive. also because of the seizure. Yeah, but people, like, I haven't had seizures. Like, I know that, like, if I pushed it, because all the people that I talk to that are on the same meds, they still drive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it, that was what Paley Loco said, her she, doctor. Yeah, but she, if I would have been, like, I'm having zero seizures, like... She knows I can't drive because of my eyes, too. So it's not even... The, uh, the driving well, is the, just a non-issue. the neuro-ophthalmologist, though, said driving isn't off the table. Yeah, she said... She's like, right now, no, you cannot drive. But eventually, hopefully, I'll be able to pass a vision test. But, yeah, I mean, right now, it's just not an avenue I'm exploring because I know I wouldn't pass a vision test Well, yeah, test it's right not... Now. You need to do the... the um vision therapy mm-hmm. no I I think it's not like I'm like oh you shouldn't be frustrated it's more like again if you have a deficit I feel like I have deficits like I'm dyslexic there's there's things that like I have to like make up for or like I said things with Logan like there's things that we we know like this is a challenge for him so we're gonna do it this way and this is all new to you, so it's yeah, like, I'm thing. not... Yeah, It's new to me. It's like, it's not like I was born this way, and this has always been a challenge for me. Like, there's things that, you know, have always been a challenge for me. I've always been bad at math. I've always had trouble, like, focusing on stuff for school. I've always been a procrastinator. But, like, I didn't always have, like, half my vision missing. This is a new yeah. development. And so, at 38 years old, I'm having to re like just make up for the fact that I have no left side peripheral vision and yeah it's super annoying and I have to be like try to be super careful all the time and there's always like little kids running afoot and I'm like "Ah, I can't see you so um yeah it's very annoying yeah so it's I think it's just finding a way to cope with that deficit and figure out ways to, you know, be more aware spatially and just be more aware of your surroundings because I, I, we know at this point the vision is not going to get better tomorrow. But this is where I would say the only thing ultimately that's going to help in this situation is time. Like it's me. See, I don't agree with that. See, I totally do. I'm going to do the vision therapy and I'm going to do whatever they tell me to do and I'm going to be active with it. But it's also like, I just need more time to acclimate to, like, my new eyes. Like, 
Okay. Yes. I, yes, I see what you're saying, but I, but I think it's also you acclimating naturally over time, but I do think that there is like more that you can do to be aware. Like, I think it's just like, like you said, you're 38 and you're having to relearn this. And I think it's a matter of you, you know, putting that into practice of like reminding yourself, I can't see what's around me. I, like right after her surgery, I used to say like a million times a day, look around, look around, look around. I don't really do that anymore because mm-hmm. you've gotten a lot better. But that's still like what I'm thinking for you. Yeah. And I just, not that I'm like, oh, this needs to change like immediately. But there's definitely been some moments where it's it's been... It's not just it's not just you crying, it's you getting mad and you getting frustrated. And it's mm-hmm. like that's where it gets hard sometimes. Or, or even like blaming me, like with the the ham, the the crock pot. <laughs> we had an incident oh, yeah. on Christmas. I made a crock pot a ham in the crock pot and I went to like move it to the sink to kind of get some of the the liquid that was in there out because it was about to boil over and I announced myself. I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm going over to the sink. And like, as I did that, she walked like basically right in front of me. So then I, to, to save her from getting burnt with this hot liquid, I ended up moving it back and then the liquid spilled all over my hand and I burned my hand really badly. And, and I couldn't like stop because I couldn't see. Yes. And then she's like, you know, I can't see. And I'm like, I, I know, but I announced myself. I said I was moving. I'm like, you know, you're in the kitchen with me. Like, I know you can't see, but you need to be more aware of what's around you so that you can like look around and take everything in. I think that is something that you are going to have to just learn because like right now, you know, you live with me, but eventually you I, I want you to be able to be independent and live on your own. And that's something that you're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, time time is really important. But I think that we also need to be active participants in everything that we do. Or most things that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than the vision... What else do you look back on from this year as, like, a higher low? I would say the vision, obviously, is the biggest low. I mean, the cancer is the biggest low. I'm saying, like, ongoing, though, because I feel like you're... I mean, chemo hasn't been... It's not been a walk in the park, but it's been tolerable. Yeah, I mean, the brain... Yeah. I mean, I've had brain surgery. I did radiation. I did chemo with radiation. Now I'm doing ongoing year of chemo. Um... It's all been hard. Mm-hmm. Everything sucked. I would say the hardest, hardest, hardest thing for me is being alone during in the hospital. Like with COVID, with everything, I couldn't have anyone with me. And just coming out of surgery and being all by myself was like horrible. I mean, it was horrible. Completely horrible. It was horrible. You know how hard I was trying. Yeah, to it get was there. brutal. It was horrible to not be there. It felt. Like, like I was so... on so many drugs, I couldn't really communicate with the doctors. My phone wasn't working. I was, it was absolutely a nightmare. It was a true nightmare. And that would probably be the hardest thing. Just like brain surgery recovery sucked. Um, but like being alone for everything, being alone in the ER, waking up and like coming to consciousness alone after 
My seizure was horrible. I mean, the whole experience has been horrible. Don't get cancer, kids. Um, I can't really, I can't tell you, especially brain cancer. I mean, I think they all suck. There's, I'm in this group on Instagram and people are really always like, there's all cancer is bad. And I'm like, all cancer is bad. But let me tell you, brain cancer is a special kind of hell. It really is. Having your brain effed with is horrible, you know? I mean, yeah. having anything after with sucks, but having your brain, like, having them get in your brain and, ugh, so, it's awful. <laughs> get in your brain. It's awful. It's awful, and, you know, but life throws curveballs at us, and we just have to keep batting a thousand. <laughs> Couple of baseball references. I don't know if I used really them right. At least he's trying. Yeah, trying to not, bat a thousand. We're not really baseball. He's batting a thousand. Good. Yeah, it's I have good. No idea. I think it's good. <laughs> RBIs. Not not the right person to ask. Runs batted in. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, this. Yeah. I mean, I would say my the best things from this year definitely. I'm gonna cry. The kids. The kids are the best thing. You do. But Thank I you. love the kids. <laughs> You do, but really the kids. I really love the kids so much, and being able to move in and be by the be with the kids is really kept me, like I mean, tr- like I'm as happy as I can possibly be because of the kids. I totally understand that. Yeah, they're just like the most wonderful kids, and I love them so much. They, they are mean everything to me. They are very loud, and there are times when. <laughs> There's a lot of people in this house, but it has, it has really been such a blessing to, I'm going to cry too, um, especially with like Liliana, because she and Melissa are just very close and have a really, really beautiful bond. And just, I mean, I feel like with Logan, she has been so compassionate her whole life and been just like just such an amazing person i'm just like i'm i'm truly amazed by you're her you're talking about liliana not me clarify yeah i'm talking about liliana it's not like you're talking about me <laughs> no i'm talking about i liliana just as a sister to logan I, I feel like i've seen her just be so kind and caring and then with everything with melissa i mean logan i think definitely gets more of it than he can communicate to us. So it's not like I'm trying to discount him. Um, and Layla obviously is so little. I don't think she necessarily gets all of it. But Liliana, I think, understands so much of it. And that is both, like, heartbreaking and really incredible. Because I just feel like she has... She's just seen so much for, you know, a four-year-old and been through so much. And, like, I think about life experience like I feel like she's already had like three lifetimes like she's already just learned and perceived and picked up on so much yeah she's the best she's yeah she's really is so special um yeah gosh getting emotional all right let's move on okay what's something you want to ask me any questions well you what do you what do you want to talk about your well, goals, your life. Well, we'll get into more goals. I don't have any questions for you. You oh, clearly have questions okay. for yourself that you want to answer. <laughs> well, I asked you some questions. So I thought maybe you would ask what me. What did you ask me? My highest. I asked okay. you like what you learned this year. Okay, what did you learn this year? 
Okay, so kind of similar to what you're saying. I agree. Obviously, relationships. Are, Melissa's opening. I'm opening some paper toilet paper. Toilet to paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, I totally agree. I think relationships are are going to be the most important relationship mm-hmm. with your family, with your friends, um, and just like you said too. I think the relationship with yourself, which I feel like I have, like really reflected on this year more so than I have in a long time. I, I mentioned this on when I did the self-care episode, but I feel like for a long time I have been in survival mode, kind of on autopilot, just like kind of like Groundhog's Day, like just take care of the kids, get through this day, make lunch, clean the diaper, like just little stuff like that. And I don't know, this everything with Melissa has sort of snapped things into focus in a way that I don't know if it necessarily would have otherwise. So I've definitely learned that like I, we as people, me as a person, I just want to like keep growing and evolving and trying to better myself in any way that I can. And I think that that makes me a better mom, a better wife, a better sister. I mean, I just feel like that's really important to me and that's become something I'm working on more as a focus, like self-development and just like that mindfulness. We've talked about that a little bit before too. So that's been huge. That's definitely been something I've learned this past year that I don't think I have in the past so much, just like self-awareness, self-development. Another huge thing. What? You don't have to say what. I'm just making sure that's still working. It's still recording. Um, Another big thing Like I had said last year, I set a goal for myself to work on self-care. And I honestly didn't even know what that meant when I said it. I just knew that I, like, needed to make it a priority. But I kind of knew deep down that one of the things I needed to work on was my own health. And specifically losing weight. That has definitely been a struggle of mine. And... In the past, I mean, I've had times where I've lost weight. Like, before my wedding, I had lost a bunch of weight. And then I got pregnant a month later (laughs) with Logan. And then I just, you know, continued having kids for the next eight years. So I definitely was not happy with with the way I looked, the way I felt. And, again, I shared this on my self-care episode, but I have been dealing with bladder prolapse. I did finish my PT which I think helped. I don't think it was like a miracle. I am still doing the exercises at home and it's gotten better. I've heard from several of you, even still, like just earlier this week, I got a message from somebody saying that they also have bladder prolapse. I feel like it's one of those things that is fairly common and just not really talked about. So I'm happy that even though it's very personal to share that, (laughs) um, that I opened up about that. But I also talked about how I have arthritis in my back. And that's been hard. I've had a couple actually really bad days recently where my back has really hurt. But just kind of all that stuff combined. And then in general, like not feeling great, not having energy. I knew I needed to lose weight. So kind of after I did that episode, I basically made like a lifestyle change, I would say. I mean, I'm not like on a specific diet. I do do like intermittent fasting. So I eat from 11 to 7 every day. Um, but I've lost 25 pounds. Yep. Which is very exciting. Yep, yep, yep. And Melissa hates talking. No, about I'm I <laughs> I'm ex- I'm really proud of you. 
um, you definitely totally shifted into a healthier mindset, cooking healthy. Yeah, I mean, I've always... We talk about it a lot. It comes up a lot. She she thinks I talk about it too much. But it's it's something that's, like, on my mind because anyone out there listening who, like, has a weight issue and is working on it... It's something you have to be conscious of, like, all the time. Like, literally anyone will say they have a weight issue. You know okay, I mean? I'm talking about people who have an actual weight issue, though. <laughs> well, just a lot of people, they would never say you had an actual weight issue. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I was, like, you know... Morbidly obese. No, I was not morbidly obese. I'll, I'll just be honest. I was wearing, like, a size 12. I'm wearing a size 8 now. So, I mean, like, it's not... It, like, a size 12 is kind of average. But, I mean, I had weight to lose, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, I'm not where I, I want to be yet. I'm still like actively working towards my goal, but I, again, and I think about it, I kind of goes back to what I was saying before about Logan. Like when you are actively trying to lose weight and like clean up your lifestyle, it's hard. There's definitely times when it's like, I would normally eat a cookie, obviously mm-hmm. this time of year, there's yeah, temptation literally everywhere. Um, but it's like, I know you know, in order for me to reach my goals, like, I can't always do that. I do give myself, like, one cheat, really cheap meal and dessert, but sometimes, uh, like, for Christmas, I kind of for Thanksgiving, or for um, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I sort of ate what I wanted to. Um, But it's something, again, you have to be conscious of all the time. And there are definitely times when I, you know, want to just, like, throw everything away. But I honestly do. I think about Logan and I think about how hard he works and how things are more challenging for him. And this is just like the road that he travels and he does so with a smile on his face. And it's like I I draw strength from that. And I'm like, if he can do that, then like I can do this. And it's honestly been for me, it's been a really good tactic in this whole like weight loss journey because it's like you're not always going to feel motivated to, you know, keep going but if you have that why, that reason why you're doing this, and, and honestly, ultimately, like, yes, of course, like, I'm happy to fit into my jeans and look in the mirror and like what I see. Although, honestly, I don't even see it that much when I look in the mirror yet. Sometimes in photos, I can see it. And yeah. some of you have, have asked me, like, DM'd me about, like, have you lost weight? And I really appreciate everybody <laughs> who you tells me that. Have, Thank you. It's very reassuring. It's very just, like, gives you that little extra motivation Um, but when I went to that doctor's appointment and she said to me, you know, you have a lot on your plate and a lot of people to take care of and you can't take care of them unless you're taking care of yourself. That really hit me. And this is all like an extension of that. So just like trying to be the healthiest version of me that I can, so I can, and I mean that like mentally, physically, emotionally, like just being like the healthiest person that I can be so that I can, you know, take care of everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's really important. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of, as far as like highs and lows this year. Yeah. I mean, obviously everything with Melissa has been a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a great note, I got to move in here. You got to move in here. Well, you moved in here before that. Yes, technically I did move in here in March during when everything with COVID started. Yes. Yeah, no, I mean, her But thank God I was already here. I didn't, like, I already moved, like, if I was living alone, I would have had to, like, how would I have gotten rid of my apartment after my diagnosis or 
move my shit stuff or like <laughs> I don't lot. know. It would have been a lot. I mean, it is a it lot. Would have been insane. Yeah. And yeah. Megan saved my life basically because she took me to the hospital when I had the big main seizure, which I lost consciousness. I mean, who knows what I could have been doing? That for me, like if we talk about the worst moments, like that was the worst. Like yeah. leaving her at the ER literally unconscious not being able to go in because of covid and just like having no idea what was going on like i was just so so scared and i just like was also by myself because i didn't want to leave so i was like waiting in the parking lot just like completely losing my mind um that was awful you being in the hospital for the two hospital stays and not being able to go was really awful too yeah, COVID has really sucked. Really Cancer sucks more, up. but co- I mean, well, at least personally. just like the repercussions of COVID have been, because even like when Logan was at the hospital, mm-hmm. like his, I mean, yeah, Logan had a hospital stay this year as well, and they did. Manny did get to come the first night, which was good, but it was like nobody could, like, if somebody wanted to bring us something, they had to like leave it. I mean, it was just all I couldn't leave the room, or Logan. We were just like cooped up in this room for two three days it was just like a not a fun process at all um yeah there's definitely been a lot please let 2021 be better please god i'm just can't do this anymore i'm just really praying that we have we're gonna turn a corner i mean it's i don't think it's gonna be like i truly could not handle any more like bad news yeah knock on wood i couldn't I couldn't knock on the wall i said so many times this year i'm like i can't do this anymore like i can't do this anymore but, but I think, yeah, that's, that's what I think is, is a huge lesson to learn though, is that it's like, you never know the depths of your strength mm-hmm. until it's called, it's called to question. Yeah. And it's like, those are the moments that I was saying, like, as hard as they are, like you just, you learn and you grow from those experiences mm-hmm. and they, I think make you hopefully a better stronger person again going going back to that better not bitter i think there are some people who would let them make this make any of these things mm-hmm. would let them themselves become bitter from it and like i don't want that for myself and i don't want that for you either mm-hmm. i don't want that for anybody i hear you sis sis Mamba. Uh, what's next? Okay. We should talk about our goals. Why don't we take a little break and then we'll come back and talk about our goals. Okay. Okay. For you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffen, like something borrowed or something blue, and those are available on Audible as well. But you can pick from any of their titles. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com 
audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism, all one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audio book. All right, we're back. Hey guys. Okay, so I, like I said before, I like to set goals every year. And they don't have to be huge. They can be small. Honestly, I think the small ones sometimes are better. But I, again, I feel like even if you just have that goal, like in the back of your mind, it's not something you're thinking about every day, just like putting it out into the universe, speaking it into existence, I think is a real thing. And that's why I think it's important to set goals and to really talk about them, not just Mm -hmm. like have them, you know, in your brain. So what goals do you have? I've been telling Melissa for at least a week. Mm-hmm. You need to think of some goals. Well, every year I always set a reading goal. Um, I oh, somebody asked asked me the other day. They were like, your sister said she wanted people to follow her in Goodreads. Was oh, she being serious? I was like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> follow me, please. Follow her in Goodreads. Um, I think I have the link. I don't know. I'll share it. Um, so l- this year my goal was 75 and I made it. And I'm really Woo-hoo! proud of myself because I read a bunch during quarantine pre-cancer And then once I got my cancer diagnosis, I couldn't do anything. Like, I was so preoccupied, I couldn't... Well, and you were... You couldn't focus. Couldn't focus. you didn't have the focus to read. Couldn't, like, even my vision was weird. But yeah, I was so... The only thing I could do was, like, watch Four Weddings, as I've said. Um, And so, eventually, I was able to read again. And so, I read the rest of the books. I finished my 75. I gotta figure out what my goal will be for next year. I'm not gonna up it. If anything, I'll lower it, just because... I've already gone over 75, so it's not like, I don't mind going over, you know? Um, but remember, like, in the beginning, you were like, I can read better now, but I'm really slow. Do you feel like you've picked up speed? Totally. Yeah, see? Yes, yes. I've had a lot of improvements, just naturally. Like, we were just... Well, no, you've been you've been reading. You've been working towards right, it. Right, but I was just going to talk about how my executive functioning, like, my t- schedules, yes. all the issues I was having with, like, scheduling and timing, timing and, like, money. okay, if I need to be at this place at this time, what will I, what time should I leave? That, without realizing it, has, like, significantly improved. I didn't realize it until I took a train by myself and I got myself to the train station from my friend's apartment and made the train and I just I was like oh my god I can't believe I did that three months ago I never would have been able to do this I never would have been able to know like if you need to catch a 5 30 train you need to leave by 4 15 I never ever would have been able to do that you know three months post-surgery um, your texting has gotten better thank you mm-hmm. great I'm glad my texting is No, I think there there is a lot of stuff and, and, and texting is something you do all the time reading is something you've been like mm-hmm. actively reading. I think some of this stuff is just like improving naturally, but I think some of it is you like putting it into practice. Mm-hmm. So as for my goals, um, my biggest like skill goal is I have to relearn how to type. That is something that I can't do anymore. Post-surgery, my left hand has been very affected by the surgery and I can't type. I can, like, very slowly, like, type one letter at a time with my pointer fingers. Um, so I have to re... I'm, like, holding this phone like I'm talking into it. Um, <laughs> I have to teach myself how to type. So if anyone knows any good ways to do that, like, if you know of a website, ideally I wouldn't pay for, like, some software, but, like, there has to be a way... You know what I'm going to say? Uh, no. ABC's mouse. Okay. <laughs> you can do ABC's mouse. Yeah. Uh, no, I do. If there's like anything, I'm like, let's, let's just, there's YouTube for that. 
Yeah, I mean, probably, but there probably is some program. I don't know. I need to figure it out. Um, so if anybody has any suggestions, um, typing um, is my number one like skill goal I would yeah. say and like in losing I mean slowly like I, I my my chopping has gotten a lot better like I couldn't really chop you know now I'm chopping more with a I knife. also got new knives yeah. that are really good so. chopping anything <laughs> involving my left hand or both hands at the same time is still difficult but it's also like how often do I chop I don't Megan cooks so I'm not chopping very often um then okay typing um you know finishing treatment i would say is that's something that's just going to happen that's not i mean it's not even a goal it has to happen so i have to finish my treatment i have to finish my year of chemo so i guess that will probably be in like october september october. september october of mm-hmm. this year by this time next year i would love to have a job i would love to have a job like right right around when I'm finishing my treatment or before. The only reason now I can't work is because, well, A, I'm, like, very immunocompromised, so I can't, like, just go out and do an office. But, like, I, well, I can't type. And um, I'm just exhausted. Like, my chemo, I mean, if you've known anyone with cancer who's done chemo, it is completely exhausting. Um, And I sleep so much of the day and so many hours at night and I don't know how I could work. I'm sure, you know, if if I absolutely had to, if, like, kids were, if I had kids, I'd, I, I, um, but, you know, I, I'm just, I'm not working right now, um, because of how, st- what a toll the chemo takes on my body and exhausts me and, yeah, so that's kind of the situation now. But I'd like to have a job, like, at this time next year. And I'm also thinking about going to grad school. This would be my third attempt at grad school. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I'm in the early stages of thinking about it. But um, I worked with a speech therapist for a while um, after my surgery. And... She was like, you would be so good at this job. And I was like, I think I would be really good at it. Um, I've said, like, from the beginning, I think you would be a great therapist. Like, speech therapist, ABA therapist. Like, just working, working. I love the idea of, like, a speech therapist because you could work with kids. You could work with people like me who'd had, like, a traumatic brain incident. You could work with people who've had strokes. Like, you could work in schools. Like, they're so many different capacities that a speech therapist could work we met that other speech therapist who like worked at the hospital like there's definitely so many different avenues yes and I just don't know what my life is gonna look you know what I mean like I am limited at this point I feel like I'm limited by the fact that I can't drive because like my cousin got me an interview to be a probation officer did I tell you they called me again no oh yeah they called me and they wanted me to like come in again recently but I'm like I can't drive and that the biggest part of that job is driving like you have to drive and go visit your probate your probies and I could not do that. So um yeah, like I I just don't know how limited I'll be in terms of will I be able to drive. Um but I do want I need to make a decision if there's any speech therapists out there. Um there's a bunch. Let's talk because <laughs> 
Yeah, I just don't know what the app what would be an avenue. I mean, I have a bachelor's degree. I have a lot of master's level credits <laughs> and things, but yeah. I know um, some stuff. Some I know things. some stuff. <laughs> I I have the best functional MRI they've ever seen at mm-hmm. Good Samaritan Hospital. Um Let on record. You. Hope nobody's beaten my record yet. <laughs> um let me see if I have any more goals. Um, as I told Megan, it's very important to me, and this is, you know, constant work in progress, show everyone my appreciation. I'm not going to lie. My attitude could definitely use some improvement. I am obviously hard on the people that I love the most, so I would say I'm hardest on my mom and my sister, for sure. I am not denying that. I do not deny that I can be difficult, especially given the circumstances that have fallen upon my life. Um, But I want to be more loving and appreciative of both of them. I just need my mom to talk a little less. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm excited to watch this. See that happen. (laughs) I'm excited to bear the brunt of Uh, your your appreciation and niceness. it's not the brunt. It's bear witness to bear the witness. Well, bear bear, bear mean, the like, brunt is a neg- the brunt is negative. Okay, I'm excited to bear the lion's share of <laughs> bear, your niceness, love. Yes. Of, and love and appreciation. Yes, I mean to be clear, you have always yeah been difficult. Totally. No, this is not <laughs> new. This isn't new, but because but I Megan's live here, never, I've never relied on her before like this ever. Well, no, but it's not like you. Like, the issues that that we have, I don't necessarily think are new issues. Yeah, but I wouldn't just, need to have so much appreciation for you if you weren't doing so much for me because I can't do for myself. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, I mean, you've I, never I, had like, to drive I, me places before. You never had to grocery shop for me. You never had to cook for me. You I know, never had but to... didn't you still appreciate me as your sister? I totally did, but in, like, like... our relationship? yeah. But I so there's like more layers to it now. But it's like we, I like I I remember like years and years and years ago. Okay. My mom as a mother like talking about us as small like not small children but younger children, and saying to me like the worst thing is to feel unappreciated, unappreciated, and I, unappreciated, and at the time that kind of went over my head. But it's like, I get, I get that now for sure. Because I mean, in some ways it's just like being a mom is a thankless job, but obviously there's other, there's other things happening. And it's not like I, I don't feel like I asked for that much. So we'll see. Yeah. I am. I'm happy that you made that a goal. I'm excited. Bear witness. Is that all your goals? Those are my goals. What are your goals? I think, first of all, I think those are, Really good goals. Thank you. I also said I want to just be more patient. I mean, I am just not a patient person in any... Again, you've never been a patient person. I have never been patient in any way. I have no patience. People would always be like, you're a nanny. You must be so patient. I'm like, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not patient. I love the people. I've always loved the kids I've nannied for. But, like, I wouldn't say I was patient with them. Or at least not patient in the way that, like, I would i don't know our mom is patient our mom is very patient um i just realized i can't pull these up on here Uh oh why because they're not working hold on we're gonna take a quick a quick pause because of some technical difficulties we'll be right back okay we're back 
All right. So I'll start with, I have some goals for me and for Logan. Um, okay. So the first goal I have is to finish losing my weight and to keep it off. Mm. I would like to be recording a new year's episode one year from now at my goal weight. I don't even necessarily know what that is. Um, and just have kept it off for however long it takes me to lose the rest of it. My second goal is to start exercising. I have not exercised at all. I've really lost, like I said, I've lost 25 pounds and it's really all been through diet changes. Um, but I would like to start exercising just for like health benefits and to, you know, feel stronger. Honestly, I have been putting it off because my back hurts and that has been a real hindrance and I've been nervous about my back hurting more. So I definitely need to start slow, but that is really important to me because like I said, just being my the healthiest version of myself, I think exercising is a big part of that. So my next one is to kind of like in continuation with that stuff, continue to make my health and self-care a priority. So like I said, I finished going to PT for my pelvic floor PT and my back. Both were helpful. Neither were miracles. I would like to start going to the chiropractor, at least do like a few sessions and see if that would help at all. I'm still going to therapy just over the phone. I talked to my therapist earlier today. I think it's great. I talked to her like once a week, once every other week, just kind of depending on schedule. Um, and it's just really nice to have like another sounding board and somebody to like be, you know, a listening ear and supportive and whatnot. I think that that has been definitely helpful for me. So I would like to, you know, just continue that. Um, the next one I have is to keep up with alone time for me and Manny. I feel like we have been better recently about just making each other a priority, like having date nights or even like a couple nights away. I think that has been really good for both of us and we've both been really enjoying that. And I, I think you can see like putting in the work, you reap the benefits in your relationship for sure. My next goal, this is sort of dumb, but important is to organize the basement. Oh, I've done a lot of organizing in this house. So my part of that is to keep everything else organized. So everything that has been organized, which I've done a fairly decent job, obviously this closet, you can see we record my closet. Mm -hmm. There's a few things I could get better with, but I feel like the drawers that I've done and like most of what I've organized has, has kept up with our basement though. So like Melissa's room is in the basement. There's a bathroom down there. There's like a big kind of playroom area. The basement is all finished except there's an area that we call like the storage area, yeah. which has like linoleum floors. It has walls, but it doesn't have the ceiling isn't finished. Um, but yeah, it's where we just store everything. So that is just like a disaster zone. We've also had water down there many times and it's just like things have gotten water damage. We we've thrown stuff out every time, but there's always like more happening. So I would really like to like once and for all just organize that, put up more shelves, just like really get it under control. And then there's also another like smaller storage closet under the stairs that we want to make into like a little kind of sensory cave for all the kids, but obviously mainly for Logan. Melissa got him these like cool like tube lights that we're going to put up down there and we got him a beanbag chair we're going to put in there and we're going to get some kind of like plush like carpet or foam padding or something so just like a cool little relaxing spot um we did get him a, a bed tent for his 
for Christmas. It's kind of a last minute present. And we just put it up last night and he really loves it. He loves any like cozy kind of dark spot. So just giving him more kind of places to retreat. And that's really what he does. Like when he needs a break, he goes to his room and he'll watch his iPad. And I think especially now he's got the bed tent. It's like a little extra cozy. So yeah, organizing, getting the basement organized and cleaned up is very important. Okay, this next one is contingent on like COVID restrictions and it's been my goal for a long time, which is to plan some kind of event for Adventures in Autism. Initially, I wanted it to be like around the 100th episode. Obviously, that didn't happen because of COVID and I don't know. Plank Road Tap Room. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe I could do like something outdoor this summer if things are still as they are. I don't know. I I really would love to do an event. I've heard from many of you saying that you would like to come to an event, but yeah, I'm definitely holding off on that until things are better, but I'm crossing my fingers and holding out hope that maybe this is the year. Yes. Just, you know, like I said, speak it into existence, put it out into the universe. Speak it like you preach it, Liz Lemon. Okay. <laughs> um, and then my last one would be to continue podcasting and growing this community because it really means so much to me and I love it. So thank you to all who listen. Um, all right. And then I just have a few goals for Logan. So the first one is to establish a new therapy schedule. I've mentioned this several times that we're kind of taking a pause from ABA right now. And we're actually taking a pause from everything just because of insurance issues But I've been in communication with Logan's speech therapist, and then she has a private OT friend who actually lives in my neighborhood. We've met her before on a random walk. Remember we were out? Yes. So her daughter's name Liliana. I think so, or something. I can't remember, but yes, I think she is named. We just we ended up randomly meeting this woman one day on a walk, and it turns out she's very good friends with Logan's speech therapist. They often like co-treat. So our plan for going into next year is to have both of them do privates therapy. And I don't know, we've been only doing one day a week with Samantha, his speech therapist. So I'm planning to start with one day a week with both, but maybe if, if it's working out, kicking that up a little bit, or maybe just staying at, you know, one day for speech, one day for OT, but just figuring out whatever his therapy plan is going forward. Again, we've had some insurance kind of debacles, but Samantha's confident that in January, we'll get things figured out. Um, okay, so again, this is contingent on COVID stuff, but I had mentioned last year I wanted Logan to have more fun, and part of that was enrolling him into some kind of extracurricular. Well, then all the COVID stuff happened, so that wasn't able to be. But I would love for him to to be in some kind of extracurricular. So I wrote on here basketball, roller skating, or karate. I mean, not necessarily one of those things, but he had a roller skating unit last year in gym class and he ended up loving roller skating and actually being pretty good at it. So last year for Christmas, I got him a pair of roller skates and I went and bought them from this roller rink that does lessons. They also just have like free skate. And initially I was like, this would be really awesome if he could do lessons. And again, then all the COVID stuff happened, but especially now that he has a little bit lighter load with therapy, I think we actually could make something like that happen more feasibly. So hoping that we can make that happen this year. Another goal, this is more kind of for me, but start looking into a summer program. Obviously it's, you know, look, we're looking at January, but these things are important. And especially now that he's not doing ABA, that's been in the past, something that we've kind of fallen back on. If he's not in school, 
him going to the clinic and doing kind of in his sessions there because it sort of takes the place of school. It gives him something to do. So looking into programs and trying to find something in person, there's we have a few options. He's done a couple different ones in the past, but I need to figure out, just kind of narrow that down a little bit more. So the next one I have for him would be to work on more independence at home. So he's getting better. Like he, I've, I've mentioned this a few times, but he loves taking baths now. And he, he, if I, if I kind of facilitate it and help him, he can wash himself, but I would like him to get to the point where he is like fully bathing on his own. I mean, I'll, you know, be standing guard. Um, but yeah, like actually cleaning himself, teeth brushing. That's something we help him with now. He can do it, but he doesn't do a great job. So just getting him to do like a more sufficient job with that, getting himself dressed again, he can do it. It's, it's very, it's a, it's a slow process when he does it himself. So oftentimes I will jump in and help him. I should stop doing that, especially like before school or whatever, when we're kind of like time pressed, I can help. But and the times when we have the time for it, I need to just like make him actually do it himself. And then I have stretch goal, pooping on the potty with the poop emoji. We've got to make that happen. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not pushing it too hard because no one's going to do that for him except for him. But I, I really would like that to happen this year. We are definitely still dealing with many a poop accident. Does great with Pete. I only has the occasional accident this year at school. Uh, only had a couple accidents the whole year. Knock on wood, seriously. But yeah, poop is still a problem. So would really like to see him fully pooping on the potty in 2021. It's going to happen. We'll get there. We'll get there. Got to make, we're putting it into existence. That's right. So those are the goals. Those are the goals. For the girls, I want Liliana to fully learn to write her name. She's Ooh. very close. Mm-hmm. She can do all the letters except for the N. <laughs> but I would like her... Lilia. That's actually by the time she starts kindergarten, because she's supposed to start kindergarten in the fall. So I would love for her to fully be able to write her name. And for Layla, I want her to fully learn her colors. She knows a few. What about potty training? Oh, yeah. I want a potty train. Does she, she have to potty train before school or no? If she goes... Well, I think it depends on the preschool. Yeah, if she goes to, like, Liliana's preschool, she'd have to potty train. Uh, Yeah, I definitely want her to potty train. She's, She's like, ready-ish. She said today, I mean, she tells us all the time, like, I want to go to the potty. And then she sits on it for two seconds, and she goes, it's not working. So, I don't know. She is literally the funniest person in the entire world. She's very hilarious. Nobody's funnier than her. She, so tonight I was changing her yucky poopy diaper, and she goes, oh, there's poop everywhere. And I was like, yeah, do you think we should use a potty? And she's like, yeah, I need to go on the potty. So I told her we could go pick out underwear Ooh. and stickers for a sticker chart. And she seemed interested in that. read that Cooper book again, even though they we, probably... We were reading it. that. Yeah, I have this potty training book that, for Liliana, it really got her going. But, yeah, it would really be wonderful if all these kids were just totally self-sufficient oh on the potty. Gosh, it would be amazing. In 2021. It so would just, make everything again, so much easier. Speaking that Because Megan will run errands and leave me with them, and I'm like, if somebody poops, I'm done. You're coming home. <laughs> That's I'm her, just, I'm done. Her heart out. She's I like, hate, I can't do I, this. No, I just, I hate it. I was a nanny for nine years. I've changed so much. You were mess. just crying about how much you love those kids. You don't love their poop? I love them, but, like, yeah, I hate their poop. <laughs> the poop. I found turds in my bed. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? And time's like, I guess that's my poop. 
<laughs> and I'm like, what? If anyone wonders get what our life bed. is like here, Melissa found turds in her bed. I, I don't think there's anything in my else. Bed. I was like, there's what are these else. little turds? There's nothing else to say. It wasn't me. All right. On that note, um, thank you for listening to this episode. Thanks for sticking with started, Megan through started 2020. Started pretty heavy, but I feel like ended on a lighter note. Yeah. Yes. That's so that's Isn't that just how life goes? Um, but thank you so much to everybody for listening. If you've been listening, you know, for a long time, another year of Adventures in Autism. This year will be an event and we can all meet you. I hope so. I really hope we'll give that there's... give you a hug without a mask. Just kidding. I have no idea. We'll see. I have no idea. I mean, I'm going to just, like I said, just hope that that happens. But thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying the podcast and you would be so kind to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, those really, really help people to find the show. I asked for that last week on my Christmas episode I said for Christmas if you want to leave a review I would really appreciate it and nobody did so come on guys maybe anybody leave a review thank you I have tried to leave a review five yeah times, she like can't they, figure it, it can't, out I can figure it out it, it doesn't work like something's up something's me. up yes. you don't have like your apple set up yeah. I don't know Okay, don't be like Melissa. And yeah, just make it just happen, Just fi- figure out a way to do it. I would be very, very thankful. Um, but thanks so much for listening, and until next time, take care. Take care.